Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Yeah? Uh-huh. Me and the Lord. Yeah. We got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. On a mission from God. It's Aaron and Dave with the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. We're putting the band back together. Again. No way. We're on a mission from God. This week we got the triple nickels, Aaron. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you gotta understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Yeah, Patrick's joining us for the Triple Nickels, and he's excited. For a microphone. Then you lied to me about the band. Now you're gonna put me right back in the joint. They're not gonna catch us. We're on a mission from God. Got some pretty good topics this week. And six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You give us five minutes per topic, and I uh, definitely this week. It's just not enough time. Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Strike up the band, Sal. Well, the way you and Patrick are, uh, the way you guys talk, uh, it's never enough time, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, well, you know, the one topic we burned through a lot faster than I had expected because I thought we were going to duke it out over one of the topics. Uh, uh, clearly, we've already recorded the bit, but, uh, you know, this this show doesn't get recorded in order. It, it's, it's like a movie. It gets... Recorded completely out of order, and then Aaron works his magic and puts it all into one cohesive uh, pile. (laughs) (laughs) Pile, yeah, there we go. (laughs) So, um, we've got, uh, do we have new music this week, Aaron? Yes. All right. Uh, Any idea who that's from? Some other great bands. (laughs) (laughs) So the answer is no. No. (laughs) That's okay. Because you uh, put in a lot of uh, uh, blood, sweat, and tears all week long, sending me texts, and this is what we're doing, and you work hard on this thing, so I'll give you a pass. Uh, we are. We are going to open the show, the Musecast Tracks, with a new um, the new song from Last Trumpet. Uh, oh, that's a, a good one. Yeah, uh, Show Us Your Face. They sent us to, a, they sent us to us about a month ago. Uh, I heard it. I was like, wow. It's a good one. Yeah, they said, please wait till... Uh, it comes out, so we're we have uh, new last word. Yep. So show us your face uh, by last trumpet will be the first uh, musecast track for the show. Awesome. All right, and uh, as we mentioned, Patrick Rivers, three days under, going to join us from Triple Nickels and um, top ten, top Jan- ten, January top ten, very very tough. Uh, I think I started with twenty five new songs, and then I narrowed it down to thirteen for you to hear, and then we chose our top ten. So okay, uh, again, uh, very tough. A lot of great music, and I will tell you, all the new stuff we've heard, I've heard in February is even just topped on that. So again, you got the new uh, Sandy so, Patty? Yeah. Oh man, no, no, uh, not yet. So disappointing, not Aaron. Yet. Not yet. And so we're going to start the show with Last Trumpet and uh, a little undefeated right after that uh, new band that we heard. Saved and, by uh, Scarlet? Uh, we are going to have... Uh, oh, no, no, no. no, no. That's undefeated. undefeated is the band. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. yes we got Saved by Scarlet on our next episode. They're coming up one. next week. Yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have some of them. But a uh, new band that contacted us and we're hoping to book in April. Uh, undefeated too. So last trumpet undefeated coming your way. And away we go on the Rock Solid Musecast experience.
Rock Salt Day Peril. Aaron's out. Hey, Aaron, where can people contact us? On our email at rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. And uh, on, the, uh, on the line here, we got, oh, crazy, oh, crazy Jed from Kentucky. Hello. <laughs> 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 oh man how many teeth you got <laughs> i'm losing them. i got one back here that you had to... well you got it you got too it? many teeth for your age brother i got too many teeth for my hometown <laughs> do you have more oh. teeth in your mouth than the whole hometown put together <laughs> no some people got some really nice fakes going on man the probably whites <laughs> from what i understand the thing to do is to get all the teeth yanked out of your head get the screws put in and get the permanent implants. I, I guess that's the thing to do around here now. Yeah. That's the way to go, but they're super expensive. Yeah. If, if I had the money, I would be, I would, I would do it. They'd be so freaking white and straight. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, go ahead, punch me in the mouth. Right. right? <laughs> While we're doing a triple, uh, triple nickels, Patrick today. rivers from three days under three, folks. Yes. Yes. Where's that studio audience? Oh, <laughs> Oh, there it is. There's the one guy he showed up today. Oh, man. Dave, Dave and his board. Yeah. You know, it takes, a, little, takes a lot of work to be this. Uh, yeah, never mind. All right. We're going to do three topics today. Um, we're going to throw in a four, too. But Dave's going to be the monitor of that one. So oh, we're recording really? this on Saturday before there's a big game tomorrow. You, you oh, heard about okay. the big game, Patrick, right? Yeah, we got the big game. I even my hat. Oh, we'll have you put it on for the four topic. You know, that's great. All right, we'll rumble for that. Yeah. So the first topic we're going to talk about the Biden administration's wonderful idea to give people—they call it safe smoking kits. Really, is just crack pipes. So what? What do you think about that, Patrick? Yeah, take that one away. We're we're handing out free drugs. Yeah, I think I got robbed from my drug doing days, man. Where was this out <laughs> 10, 15 years ago? Oh, man. I mean, before they would throw me in jail for my cocaine addiction, now they're handing out kicks, kids. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Reagans I, are rolling honestly, over I in feel their like graves. There was some consultation with his son. I think uh, Hunter, he jumped on to pass this whole thing into law. He's like, Dad, um, 
Listen, it's always been a struggle for me. And you know how many times that you've had to bail me in a, out of jail. And you remember back in the day when you said in Congress that every crack dealer or crack smoker should be thrown in the penitentiary um, and, and the key thrown away? Well, now we're here. Let's get out of this to help people like your son. And um, people can just smoke crack and be happy. It's a healthy way to do things. Yeah, show some compassion, <laughs> won't you? Right? Oh, hey, here's, here's my feeling on this thing. Um as uh, um, mm, I don't know a whole lot about what's going on. I've heard uh, a little bit on both sides, uh, but I can say this, that we've got this uh, drug thing down in San Francisco. Man, it seems to be working out fantastic down there because uh, uh, homelessness has increased. Violent crimes have increased. Um <laughs> public defecation has increased uh i'm not saying it's all because of you know uh giving a lending hand lending a helping hand to uh drug addicts but it sure contributes yeah i mean um where's the um if if hunter was and again I, i suspect that he was part of this planning process for this bill um, there's got to be something in that bill for prostitutes too. So if your 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 smoking kit comes, I don't know if it's a voucher for the pimps, um, for the prostitution. I'm not sure if if it's is maybe a voucher for the drug dealer to get a two for one deal, um, and maybe a I don't know if they, I know that they've got the thin blue line stickers. I've actually got the uh, thin blue line T-shirt. Um, to, for support of law enforcement. But given this regime that's in power, um, I wonder if they've got what I know like 666 is the mark of the beast and represents the devil. So what does this um, um, communist regime have to oppose? Because you're speaking in California there. Everything's pretty much legal, crime and rape. And you know, weren't they just recently leaving the car doors unlocked so they could easily that's the new thing out here which is uh people are leaving their cars unlocked and windows down when they go into the city so that they don't have to buy a new window because someone broke into their car and found that there's nothing in there uh people are leaving notes on their car that are saying uh, there's nothing to steal (laughs) like the halloween bowl on the porch please take one yeah one piece of candy that's ridiculous you know i've been the victim of a smash and grab and it's no fun you lose your stuff it happens so often i don't blame the cops on this they happen so often that the cops are just kind of like eh, well file a report throw it on the stack with the rest of them um and unfortunately that's the way it goes so what's the repercussions for the citizen um the victim like standing their ground and defending their property what what's the repercussions for for that well in liberal san francisco it could put you in jail and i'm not even making a joke really i'd be in jail a lot yeah you would Uh, probably more than you're in facebook jail maybe if i stopped (laughs) maybe if i stopped the person doing the smash and grab and i presented a a smoking kit when the cop showed up. Listen, I'm just a crackhead protecting my crack investment. Um, can you, I mean, let me go on this one? Yeah, you know, there was a story a um, couple of years back. Uh, guy was doing a smash and grab down by the uh, AT&T Park where the Giants play. He was doing a smash and grab, and a uh, cop confronted him, and the guy pulled a gun on him, and the cop shot him in the middle of the street, and it became a huge deal well, did this cop really need to shoot this guy? You know, he was just trying to, you know, provide. I'm sorry. Um, hey, look, you break into my car, you pull a gun on a cop, all bets are off at that point, brother. Right. So yeah, so we're defunding the police. And, Handing out uh, drugs. And we're funding illegal. Well, it's, I guess when the government does it, it's no longer illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're giving, we're and we're handing out drugs. Yeah. See, I just see. I mean, this just goes on, goes even further to tell me that this isn't about people's health. This isn't about about uh, the betterment of the individual or society. This is to literally destroy us. Yeah, one hundred percent to destroy. You know, us. that's what I was thinking too. The only thing that I can surmise from, uh, like Portland, Oregon, or not Portland, just the state of Oregon, uh, decriminalizing drugs and, and these progressive places like San Francisco decriminalizing drugs and handing out free cack pipes or smoking kits or whatever. Um, 
is the only thing that I can see out of this is it is to destroy us from within. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if we if if they can weaken the infrastructure and they can they can start weeding us out, we and honestly, when it comes right down to brass tacks, I think that little that little poke, that little jabby jab here in the next five ten years, that is really you're really going to start to see um, the effects of that and people in society and what it's going to do to their health and how it's just destroying and what they've done to the military to destroy us from within, saying it's oh for your betterment, for your betterment, for your betterment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I was part. I, I was hanging out, signed under Uncle Sam for four years. There were very few things that was done for my betterment while serving. Just heads up. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Topic next two. topic. Next we went topic. over. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, who's the uh, best guitarist still living? Oh, I'm since you oh, went first. I'm no, 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 no. I'm taking this one first. Okay. Who's who's the best? Still alive. Still alive. Still alive. Still kicking. All right. Hands down. My personal favorite. Uh, let me give a top three here because there's a couple that need to be mentioned. Steve yeah. Vai, and in no particular order, except for my last one, is okay. going to be my number one. Steve Vai, definitely a, a great, amazing guitarist. Um, and, you know, I, I'll throw in uh, Oz Fox, who doesn't get enough credit for being a great guitarist. I know you're not a Striper fan. We were talking about it, but. Right, but yeah, I'll give credit where credit's due. I'll agree with you on those two, yeah. And uh, my number one, though, still alive, John Five. John Five, that's random. Uh, not if you know me. He's, he's <laughs> a, I, I saw him. I know I'm only the monitor here, but I saw him with Dave. He's incredible. So who who is uh, your, who, who's the best guitar still kicking? Yeah, again, I, I'm with Dave there. You can't narrow it down to, to just one. Um but I, I will I will put Steve Vai up there. You got to throw Clapton in the mix. Oh, for sure, as, as well. But the one kid that really strikes me, and I'm really surprised about how good he was. I thought he was just going to be a rip off of, of old Dad. But old Wolfgang Van Halen. Have you heard that kid play? You know, we saw Mammoth play. I, I mean, and uh, I wasn't expecting much. I knew that he wasn't playing. Um, I knew that he wasn't playing Van Halen tunes, but uh, I did want to go up in the crowd and hold up a, a sign that said uh, "Play Panama" because he was putting right. he was putting out tweets that said "I'm not playing Panama," you know. Which I get it. I get it from both sides. I, I get the fans want a continuation of Eddie Van Halen, but I also understand that uh, Wolfgang is not Eddie Van Halen, and I respect that he wants to make it on his own. Is Panama no, no, the best? Grant, I mean, I, uh, I, I, let me digress. I don't think I would put him up there as the best, one of the best guitar players living yet. Because the way that kid's going to grow from where he is now until the day he dies, yeah, he'll probably um, hold that threshold one day. <clears throat> but, I mean, I can't really give him greatest yet. But he's definitely in, in the list of runnings. Yeah. And honestly, uh, maybe I'm biased. Maybe I've got a biased opinion. But um, my two guys, they can flat shred. I mean, they can – Flat Shred, Robin Smith and Kyle Engel, my guys. Oh, so your my, guys. My my opinion, I love those guys, and they're the greatest ever because they're good to me. I so. understand that. We we were kind of focusing on, you know, recognizable big. Oh, I see them every day. I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I, me and Dave have had the little debate. I think Michael Sweet may be better than Oz Fox, but again. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, see, I, yeah. you're outnumbered now, yeah, brother. I, know I am. But I again, I'm on the monitor. I just. I just have my little opinion. We've had the debate, but it's no, is no, 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 the, no. Now you throw oh, now you okay. your wrench in the in. The, you're throwing your 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 hat in the ring. Okay, defend your position of why Michael Sweet is better than Oz Fox. I just I've seen him play, and I think he's fantastic. The way he plays the guitar, and so you you see him live, and both of them playing, and I think he's he, a good he, guitar player. I don't I, think, I think he's, he's a great guitar player. I I think man. And I've seen him as a solo act, and I'm like, man, he can he can shred. I'm gonna send you some videos of John Five playing guitar, and that is one of those guys that there's certain musicians that I really enjoy just watching them play. Eddie Van Halen is one of them. Phil Collins playing the drums is another one. Ooh, Phil. Yeah, um, but um, John Five, he's one of those guys that I just love watching him play. It's so enjoyable. I'll send you some I'm videos. Look this guy up real quick. Okay, John Five. No, um, it's 
There's well, another guy that uh, we met. Oh, we, we haven't met him, but uh, he plays in um, Finland. He plays guitar for Ocean Dark. He's pretty good too. Yeah, you watch his videos. So he's really good too. You know, it just it's, uh, it's one of these videos that just pops up on on Facebook, and you go to it. But have you have you guys seen that that acoustic player? They'll do nothing but the um. He, he'll he'll be slapping the acoustic body and then hitting all these strings. Oh, he does. Are you talking about that too. dude? Are you talking about that dude? I think he's Italian. That he's got these weird uh, yes, instruments. But he, but and he, he did he covers he, all these songs. And yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, yes. the the best yeah. one is the Gorillas song. The, uh, I'll find it and send it to you. You've probably seen it though. Uh, it's, it was about came out about the time of the uh, pandemic start, and so he's wearing this this big mask on his face. But uh, he builds these crazy instruments, and he's a one man band, and it's unbelievable to watch. Unbelievable. Is yeah. it that Lucas Strignoli? Yeah. Strignoli yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Hey. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back with our third topic, and then we may talk about that big game that's going to happen uh, tomorrow as we record this show on Saturday. So we'll be right back on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. This is Chris with the band False Star. You're listening to the Rock Salt Musicast Experience with Dave and Aaron. I hope you enjoy the show. Sweet baby little lambs of God. Rocksaw Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave on the line. We've got Patrick Rivers from Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> I'm loving the Peter Griffin today. Yeah. Yes. Peter. So, yeah. hey, if you're listening out there, please, I want to I want to promo right now. Please listen. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow the uh, Rocksaw Musecast Experience. And Patrick Rivers, you got three. You're from Three Days Under, and you got a podcast yourself that's on YouTube. Epi- five episodes right now or is it up to six yeah. no there's five up i'm lazy five. i haven't posted okay this six. six but it's all on the offensive and who's your uh, podcast partner on that and streety from bread for war okay so please so, everybody uh i gotta ask like follow subscribe that would be appreciated i gotta ask one of the episodes i think it was three that i watched he was wearing his um black like, yeah, I was going to say it's a flag jacket, but I, I knew you're a Marine and I'm not. And I was like, that's all wrong. And he's going to correct me. But flag jacket, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's, I mean, is he doing that for effect or was he like out shooting paintball and went, oh, I got a podcast to do? No, I'm sure he was doing it for effect. Um, you Normally, like there was a show we did in Arkansas with him. And so when, when Bread for War took the stage, I personally, I brought... Um, this Casey Jones Ninja Turtle mask. I brought a Mario Super Mario outfit and a Batman mask and a white Deadpool mask. And so when they took the stage, they got halfway into their song and we just ran in all dressed up like that. And I was Mario because I had the mustache and it was awesome. <laughs> but um, we just started rocking. And it was such a super serious song. Dan couldn't keep a straight face. So we had to do that song and a half with his back to the crowd. But so I think he jumps on camera expecting me to be all like, eh. so, yeah. I I honestly thought, oh. He was probably out paintballing or, you know, shooting or something and came in and did the show. So please. I sent him, last year, I sent him a big um, a Spartan helmet with the, you know, the big red thing going, mohawk looking thing. The yeah. Old, like 300 helmet. I'm waiting for him to pop up on one of those um, <laughs> podcasts wearing that. So. <laughs> so please check out On the Offensive. All right. Now on to our third topic. Uh Neil Young urges Spotify workers to quit as Trump tells Joe Rogan to stop apologizing. Um, everybody yeah. knows about the Joe Rogan uh, controversy with Spotify. I'm going to let you take this one first, Patrick, because I've got all kinds of things to say about this one. Who, who's got the country music flowing? <laughs> I got sound effects, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, he's got some nail young. Southern man don't need him around. Trump's right. Um, uh, Joe Rogan needs to shut his mouth and stop apologizing. Stop uh, backpedaling. Own your stuff. Be a man. Um, take your 
ivermectin and your hydroxychloroquine and whatever, whatever. Now you're his, his um, inward shenanigans. They were a little, uh, yes, agreed. But again, in context, we talked about that. But as far as um, this fossil, Neil Young rolling in saying, well, I'm going to pull off all my music from who cares? I can I can turn on any radio station at any time of the day that says classic rock, and your songs are going to pop up on there, Neil. It's yeah. not like I'm jumping into my Spotify, putting together a Neil Young playlist. <laughs> so, does that exist? Does a Neil Young playlist I exist? Some, I guarantee you it does somewhere. Somebody's <laughs> like, don't t- I actually, you know what? I saw a post about people like, I never listened to Joe Rogan, but I listened to a lot of Neil Young. Dude, you hippie, go smoke your dope. Listen to Neil Young, and and just just keep your stupid opinion, right? Which I get my my opinion is stupid too. So, well, you know, opinions are like butts. Everybody's got one. Um, not that guy who doesn't have anything from the waist down. <sighs> Got to kill he's, it, man. He's a preacher. And he goes, he's a motivational speaker. He doesn't have arms or anything from the waist down. He doesn't have a butt. So not everyone's got him, Dave. Okay. With a uh, rare few. <laughs> okay. Almost you, everyone. You stand corrected. I guess. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Here's my thing on the Rogan thing. Uh, and it's, it's multi-layered. Number one, uh, it's not government censorship. I get that. However, when we as a people group together to censor other people that we don't like what they're saying, um, that is censorship. And that is bad for democracy and bad for our country. And you need opposing viewpoints so you can grow and learn. Okay. Let me ask this question. If you were uh, Joe Rogan, would you have taken uh, Rumble's $100 million and uh, said, hi, Dios? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't have. You know, it's a great offer, but uh, Rumble did that as a publicity stunt. They got their name out there. Good for them. I'm sure that they were going to pony up the money if if he actually said yes, but I I believe it was a publicity stunt. Okay. From from the get go. But the question was, but so you wouldn't allow. So here, no, no, no. So, um, but here's the thing: is um, yes, Joe Rogan should stop apologizing. You know, uh, he should not have apologized for offering different viewpoints. Um, he should apologize for, uh, you know, his tasteless language and jokes. But what I don't understand. I hate to interrupt you, Dave, but what I don't understand is this guy brings on the doctor who invented this whole mRNA um, quote unquote jabberdoo. And they're telling him it's false information right. and he's spreading misinformation. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Is anybody that I've talked to that thinks Joe Rogan should be censored um, has not listened to that podcast. I've listened to it. Has not listened to it. And the reason I know is I ask him, did you listen to it? Well, Joe right. Rogan isn't that. But did you listen to that? Did you listen to it? Well, he. Uh, it already tells me. Because the answer would have been yes. I listened to it. Yep. Uh, he, they haven't listened to it. They've jumped on this bandwagon. And let me tell you what this bandwagon is really about. I, and I focus on Joni Mitchell and, and uh, uh, Neil Young on this because they're the biggest names to pull their music from Spotify. And they're not that big of names. But um, they were, you know, 50 years ago. But um, is uh, Neil Young started it. Oh, wait. Yeah, he got a paycheck from Amazon. He uh, also has his SiriusXM channel that they reinstated. You know he's getting a paycheck from that. If this ain't about the money, go ahead and donate that, Neil. Give it to some needy charity, okay? Um, Give it to Three Days Under. I don't like your music, but I could use your money. There you go. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, you also have... Neil Young. And now uh, these are the rules of cancel culture. I didn't make these rules. I just live by them. Uh, We can dip that back as far as we want into your past and dig up dirt on you and hold you responsible today. So 40 years ago, uh, Neil Young's out there calling the homosexuals the F word uh, saying, I don't want them touching my potatoes. And at the same time, you got Joni Mitchell dressing up in blackface, calling herself Art Nouveau, putting out a record album with that picture on the cover, making money off of that picture. And no one's offended. No one's offended. But you're going to you're going to go after this guy who said, hey, maybe we try different things because what we tried didn't work. 
Right. Okay. So uh, I saw Trevor Noah on Facebook yesterday, and they he posted a video about you know uh, Joe Rogan and what he said, and and essentially he said, yeah, he apologized, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Well, what do you want from the guy? Blood. But here's what I commented. I know no one's going to read it, but hey, these two other people did these things. So when you want to have a unbiased conversation about what's really going on, that's when you speak up. If you want to avoid everything else that's ever happened and just focus on this from 12 years ago, stop. Hey, that would require accountability, personal yep. accountability on behalf of these people. Right. Are you, are you, are you crazy? And, you know, the uh, uh, CEO of, of Spotify uh, told his employees that, hey, sometimes we're going to have to uh, put content out there that, you know, is uh, that we don't necessarily agree with. Because if I take down everything that's controversial, that means we lose political shows, religious shows, um, you know, uh, medical shows. We, we lose all this content. And you know, there's a fancy defense, but I just wonder if the reason he's coming that direction is if, if he would be raked over the coals and lose so much money under the contract from with, with Joe Rogan and podcasts like his, like if he signed a, an exclusive contract with these people and maybe that's why Joe didn't take the a hundred million from, from rumble because under contract and all of a sudden now, now dudes painted in a corner. I've got to support these guys or not take them off because I, I signed on the dotted line and legally I'll just be raped in my bank account. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I saw a video of uh, the press conference with Dana White where the reporter wanted to ask him again about Joe Rogan and Dana just turned away from the mic and walked away. Now, the first thing that I had to say about that reporter is that is the guy that is on the, the company conference call that waits till everybody has said, okay, we're done. Goodbye. Oh, wait, I got one more question. That's that yeah. dude. Okay. But, um, you know, Dana White walked away and Naganu said, I got this. And he said, uh, I'm cleaning everything up because there was a lot of curse words in it. But he basically said what I've been saying. And I always say about cancel culture, weather the storm, stand on on your principles, weather the storm, because I guarantee you in a couple of months, uh, we're all going to be on focus for something else. Somebody else we want to cancel. Well, right now we're all domestic terrorists, anyway. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the, the new Homeland Security thing that was passed. Uh, we speak against the narrative and what they want you to believe. So, therefore, we are legitimate domestic terrorists. Is, is this some uh, Orwellian craziness? Or, I mean, honestly, when when I was growing up in the eighties and and I had heard about nineteen eighty four and all that, I was like, ah, that'll never happen. But we're watching it happen. Right before our eyes, man. And it, and it's unfolding more and more every day. And um, a lot of these, like, um, have you ever watched any of the Alex Jones show? Yeah. Dude, that dude is, it's, he's either extremely prophetic. He's got a lot of the backdoor channels. The crap he said a year ago is happening now. And it's like, really? Okay, Alex, how many times are you going to be right before we're just like, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the interesting thing. I was talking to somebody the other day. We were talking about um, Rose McGowan and uh, they have her on Fox every once in a while. And she always comes off like a crazy, like a crazy person. Right. And um, but then you wait even just two or three days, like the whole Britney Spears thing. She got on Fox and, and just laid it out. This is what's going on with Britney Spears. And this is why I support her. Um, and I, at first I was like, ah, she did crazy. But you find out like three days later, everything she said was absolutely accurate. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, and so we better start waking up and paying attention to all these people who are labeled as crazies. Um, because yeah, cra every, everything is, what is it? Everything is conspiracy theory until it comes true. True. You know, That's until true. it's proven as fact. 
Well, every single thing. I want to wrap. I know we've been on this one way long. I just do want to say this really fast. Look, if we're going to start censoring for conspiracy theories and that sort of thing, and and if there's no fact to back it up, it can't be out there, then uh, we need to take down every podcast and YouTube video regarding flat earthers. We need to take down every podcast and video regarding UFOs and extraterrestrials. Okay, when you bring me some scientific fact then uh, that a, uh, a being has come down, an intelligent being has come to Earth and walked among us, uh, you can't say that until you've got something to back it up, right? And werewolves. And werewolves. <laughs> well, speaking of... Uh, Please say werewolves. You know, werewolves. Werewolves. Speaking of werewolves. No, 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 no. Speaking of of never (laughs) believing something's going to happen, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl tomorrow. And so, yes. You better strap up, brother. Oh, yes. He's got the hat on. Oh, man. I thought it was called a helmet. You both have called it a hat. Okay. It's a helmet. My lid, my hat, my helmet. Oh, man. I lost the tag on earpiece. They don't snap in. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. It's a little loose on you. You're going to get a concussion, man. That's yeah. well, good thing. Uh, there's no helmet to helmet contact anymore. <laughs> they us. Let's do this. Well, let's see. But so tomorrow the Bengals play the Rams. Yes. And, and I'll be honest. Uh, I, people ask me at work, who do you think is going to win? Like they value my opinion. <laughs> uh, and I go, I think the Rams are going to win, but I'm rooting for the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. Uh, that whole team. Um, so, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? The game. Um, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of stressing, a lot of pacing, a lot of shouting. But I got, I got to take it off. I can't. I can't. Do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was starting to laugh just watching you do this. I'm oh, like, man. oh, maybe we should just have him wear a different helmet every time he's on. <laughs> it, it's echoing at this point. <laughs> but um, there's going to be a lot of pacing and a lot of uh, stressing. But honestly, it's been 31 years. Um, since we've even even tasted anything like this. We were expected to win four games this season. So just to be where we're at, I'm excited. But I do expect my boys to show up and play because nobody else expects them to. And you show up to a game like that with the attitude of that team and that locker room and of, of Joe, Joey Franchise or Joe Burr or, or Joe Cool or whatever you want to <laughs> dub that man, that dude – he don't care. He doesn't care what I think. He don't care what you think. He don't want to care what all these quote unquote experts think because every expert has called them to lose every single game um, since beginning this playoff run. So I expect a Lombardi trophy to be in Cincinnati come Monday morning with my butt in Cincinnati come Monday morning waiting for a parade to show. So you're going to go to the, if they win, you're going to go to the parade. Dude, if I, I'm two hours away from Cincinnati, so yes, if they win, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Cincinnati. Now, not being a big football fan, let me ask you guys: Is there a lot of Bengals fans that just kind of woke up and went, "What? what? We're, we're in the playoffs." Yeah, what? Well, they're bandwagoners, Dave. Yeah, they're just, they, they're just like, "Oh, that looks shiny and cool." I've been a Bengals fan since I was six, dude. When's the seven? last time you watched a game? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like Halloween. Is Chris Collinsworth still playing on the team? (laughs) Right. Right. Who's the one that does the sticky shuffle? The what? The the what? Oh, that was one of the best things about football. The icky shuffle. See, I don't even know. Oh, man. I don't even know. It was great. They had this thing this year where they made people or certain celebrities the ruler of the jungle, and they set up a big thing up in the corner of the stadium. Um and and there was like a throne, and they had the cheerleaders up there, and and Icky, he was um he was the ruler of the jungle, so he did it there. And the day that Icky Woods was there, and he did the shuffle, uh, C.J. Uzama, when he scored, he got in the end zone and did the Icky shuffle. I thought that was pretty cool. I just, like I said, with the demeanor of this team and these guys, um, and who they are, and what they've overcome, and just their their no quit attitude. How are you going to get sacked nine times in a game and still win it, Aaron? That was amazing. Yeah. How, how, how do you get sacked nine times and, and still win a game? That's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it hurts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the, the game against, uh, that wasn't was the, the Chiefs? Chiefs. No. Huh? 
Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. that was, you know. What, I guess when the other quarterback is, uh, um, his name, um, the, the for Nashville, uh, Daniel Tannehill. I guess when the when the other quarterback is Tannehill, that's how you win that game. Yeah, I guess. So you got a score for me tomorrow? You got a score? You got a score? You get a you get a score for me, man. Oh man, that that was really a rough one. I'm gonna say 27, 23 Cincinnati. That's what that's what my call is. 27, 23 Cincinnati. And uh, since I said the Rams are going to win, I'm going to go the other way, 27-23 uh, Rams. But I am rooting for the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow is – he's fun to watch. He's very entertaining, and he's a winner. And I'm not saying anything bad about Stafford, you know. So what's the over-under on the F-bombs during the halftime show? Um, <laughs> what's the over-under? Um, I mean – oh. Uh, are we doing from each individual rap artist? No, or are we total, total, total. Oh man, I, the <laughs> whole halftime show is just going to be one long. It's going to sound like an EBS. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to be able to see it because it's just going to be so smoky, right? <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Oh man, I I, no. I I can't wait till that halftime show. I'm just interested in seeing who the uh, big sponsor is that the quarterback keeps calling out like that year that he was calling out Papa John or whatever. Oh, <laughs> what yes. I heard was uh, the big secret reveal for the halftime show this year. You know how they always try to do a big, huge thing in the middle of their halftime show to make it a great spectacle. I hear they're going to have a hologram of Tupac rapping with everybody else. Wow. And I think that'll be pretty spectacular to watch, honestly. Because well, I, I hear they're going to play California Love, so it would be perfect right. for that to happen. Well, yeah. um, you know, uh, there are a lot of people our age that grew up listening to those guys. I don't know if you're one of them, but I was. Um, it's kind of a staple of our youth, anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's now, granted, I wasn't a huge in-depth fan you were going to find their albums in my collection but when it come on everybody bump a little bit come on i mean oh yeah you know i remember watching snoop dogg's video for the first time um and i was they was like man i need to go find some gin and juice yeah i was like well what's that one uh, my name is or something like nah it's eminem Eminem? no that's eminem uh but anyways the one where he turns into a dog but whatever. Uh, but I was watching that with a yeah, friend of mine. Snoop Dogg. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I said to my friend, I was like, who is this? Because we were just both kind of like, we hadn't, we were listening to stuff like Too Short and NWA and, you know, stuff that was a little right. harder. And yeah, yeah, yeah. here comes Snoop with his velvet tones, you know, and uh, he's, right. he's very smooth. Oh, who who was it that put out the um? And this is terrible that I know this, or maybe it's good that I don't know the artist. Um, but the, the naughty nursery rhymes, they were just a rancid. Oh, that's rancid. two live crew. Yes, two live crew. Yeah, and they're naughty. Yeah, I saw wow. two live crew live. Wow, how did that go? <laughs> um, that was a very interesting show. <laughs> <laughs> This has come full circle. Yeah. yeah. That's a discussion for another day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Patrick, for joining the show on our Triple Nichols conversation. Uh, the very best to Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals tomorrow. And I know I'm you're a huge fan. You're, you're, yes. Uh, I know you're a huge fan of the Bengals. And I remember my days as a, a Cowboy fan of them winning the Super Bowl and how great of a day it was. Um, we had it back back then. So thank you for joining the show. We're going to bring you back with some more conversation in a month or two. And uh, you got a huge show you're doing with Three Days Under, the protest, Keok Resemblance. Is that, where is that at? Three uh, Days Under disciple. is the headliner, right? <laughs> Negative Disciple is headlining that one. I still yes. got to get it Kevin and tell yeah. him that David Aaron yeah. said oh, what's yeah. up with the rock song. Hey, yeah, right. I'll, send, uh, I'll send you over a Valentine card to give to Kevin. How about that? <laughs> okay, that'll, that'll work. That'll work. So, it was meant case. to be. <laughs> Albany, Indiana. Indiana, New next Albany, Saturday. Indiana, next Saturday. So if you're close to that, go check them out. And any other upcoming shows? 
Um, no, after that one, I think it's two weeks later, we're in Frankfurt on the 5th, and then we're in Virginia on the 15th, and then it's all downhill from there. I see. And uh, <laughs> more music coming? From um, hopefully. Hopefully, okay. He's busy yeah, with a yeah. podcast, man. Yeah, he's busy. Hopefully. He's got priorities. Uh, you know, we got recording issues. So oh, okay. So, so, all right. Thank you for joining us on Triple Nichols. Yep, appreciate and, uh, you. We'll be right back on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Hey, this is P Funk, bass player for Faithhead, and you're listening to Rock Salt. But I don't really understand why it's called Rock Salt because they're not making any ice cream, so don't expect anything good. Rock Salt, I'm Dave Peril. This is Aaron Sound. And we've got new shows every week on demand on Spotify. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. And uh, time for the top 10. We need music for this, too. We're going to have to okay. do some homework and get music for Triple Nickel and Top 10. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to talk to uh, um, Patrick. Who's got you know he he we talked about uh, the our favorite guitarist still living, and he mentioned his two guys in his band. Maybe those guys can put some riffs together. Oh, that would be a good idea. And, yeah, and to open um, triple nickel. Yeah, so let's see if that that let's see if we can make that happen. That would be cool. Yeah, and then, right. but I'll find some music uh, for uh, the top ten. Yeah, just a quick one, a bump bump type Something of thing. Like that, yeah, yeah, not it doesn't so. have to be long. Doesn't have to be Ask Dave long. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> All right. But, uh, the, yeah, the top 10. Top 10. Starting at the uh, number 10, your friend and ours from yes. Dispraised, slowly dying from moral rot. And, oh, man. Oh, the guitars on it. The yeah. chugging guitars yeah. and that bass. If you're inter interested, uh, they're selling their CDs of this album the, with this song on it, uh, the new album. And uh, they have vinyl. They have vinyl, vinyl, and I believe yeah. they have a couple of the colored vinyl left still. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, definitely want to check out Dispraised. This song is called Slowly Dying by Dispraised. Yeah, love that old school punk. punk. It, it mm. definitely is. Makes me want to stage dive, brother. <laughs> Here, get on the couch. I'm going to jump off the desk. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so all right let's uh it's gonna slow down a little bit the next right. song yeah way <laughs> different way different hey slamming on the brakes here with king and country <laughs> unsung hero i i love this song um you know i think they wrote it for their mom and dad it's a very touching song uh it's on their new album which I can't wait to see them perform live. They'll be in our area in May. Okay. And so, but um, it's, it, this song, as soon as you hear it, it's very King and Country and all that. So it's, you know. They're a fine band, just yes, not they're. my band. Yeah, so. Uh, so I'll be, probably be oh, skipping man. the King and Country. Yes. We pick it up again, though, the next, our number eight song. Okay. And speaking of King and Country, I want to come back when we're done. I want to... Uh, I have something to say really fast about the Toby Mac show. Okay. Okay. But uh, number eight, ups and downs. Manifest. Manifest. Yeah. He's completing this new album. And uh, here's a single off the new record. And uh, man, just, I think I've heard three songs from this album and they're all quality. And this is ups and downs and uh fantastic we gotta see if maybe we can talk to manifest that that would be fantastic i think so too yes all right number seven now we did have a song from memphis mayfire last month for our december top 10 this song was released in january and i even though the other song made our top 10 i love this song even better than that one so um hard rocking in your face type of music called American Dreams. I like the the very synth yes. techno side. Of, yeah, yeah, I dig that. All right. Yep. Number six, Kevin Quinn. It's about time. I love this song. I know Pop's not totally your thing. Yeah, not feeling it, man. You think your wife would like this song? She might. Yeah. 
She might. Now, here's a new artist I found. And, man, I, I, I played this song like five times in a row. I really liked it. So it, it's it's more me than you. Definitely. Really good. So please check out Kevin Quinn. This song is called It's About Time. So reminds me a lot like Justin Bieber or whatever. Number, well, I, I know you love the Biebs. <laughs> You're a believer. Oh, Lights and Fire from Wolves at the Gate. Uh, this is a band I'm going to reach out to also, Manifest and, and uh, Wolves at the Gate. Sure, maybe we can get them all to play boy band trivia. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And so uh, we've, we've seen them twice play uh, live, and they are fantastic. Yes, live, they are. So, yes, they uh, are. Solid yeah. band. And so, but they got this new single, and it's very, very good. It's called Lights it, and Fire. Yep, it is number five for our January top ten. Seventh Day Slumber pulling into number four. Death by Admiration. Ah, uh, this is yours, Dave. Yeah, totally. Rock, rock in your face. That's yeah. the way it should be. Yeah, we're going to see them a uh, couple times this week. They're strolling through Northern California. All right. Uh, okay. Number three, our friends over at the Word 66, just to show my love. Oh, we had the privilege of getting an early, early release of this song. And I, the first time I heard it, I was like, man, this is great. Uh, uh, this hopefully, is really uh, hopefully, I'm going to be uh, having lunch or dinner with uh, Steve in a couple yeah. of weeks here. So, Yeah, this is number three, and uh, it is a fantastic kind of rock uh, worship song. Can't wait till the album releases, I think, in another month. So be great. All right. I know he's been working hard on their uh, getting it done. All right. I believe this was my number 10 and your number one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love this song. Oh, man. I'm dancing right now, folks. It's, uh, man, this is a great song. I'm waiting to get to the next song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just a huge Actress fan. I think it's great. Uh, this is just a great song. Hey, I'm and not. So, I'm not uh, faulting anybody for the mu- no, for their musical no, taste. It's, it's yeah. just this isn't my musical yeah. taste. This is like um, broccoli to me. Broccoli. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I love this song. It's great. Uh, it, it, it's got a great message too. So, all right, number one, number one, on, your here. your friend and mine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kill it. One day we'll get Mr. Cooper on the uh, show. Uh, wouldn't that the be beard. fantastic? Oh, the beard, yeah. You know, we'll have to wear like fake long ZZ Top style beards. Oh yes, that would be classic. <laughs> oh, he would get a joke out of that. Oh my gosh, the but new the- skillet stuff is pretty darn good. Yes, and so better than the last album, I think. Uh, you could be uh, the last album wasn't bad. It's, it's it wasn't bad, but I no. wasn't great. Okay, and you would. You called. Oh, this is definitely better. Better, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the album before the last one, which I think was had Invincible on it. Did yeah. you enjoy that? Thought that was great, or I thought that was pretty good too. Okay, I, I right. think this is better. My favorite album from them is uh, Rise. Okay, I think that's the name of the album, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so you know, they just put out a quality product every single time. Uh, you're not going to hit the mark every single time. But I love how I think uh, their last time was two years ago. So every two years, you're getting some new music from Skillet, and yeah, I, you know, and uh, Mr. Cooper's busy with his podcast too. Yeah, they're they're doing the Winter Jam thing right now, and uh, from uh, Jermaine with uh, Tricord, he went and saw them in Atlanta. Oh, nice. We're here stuck in the communist country of California, (laughs) where no big bands. Besides Seventh Day Slumber are coming, uh, <laughs> but he said uh, they were phenomenal. Skillet put on a great show. So, isn't that crazy that we are in the state that turns out just major acts consistently? Yet there's no major acts here. <laughs> They've all left. No, they've all left. <laughs> they're they're can I, can I, like the visitor pass. They have the visitor pass to play a show. You know, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you a true story, and this is pre-pandemic. True story. I was at the Rainbow Bar and Grill down on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, and um, I was. I don't want to. I don't want to sound cliche or anything. I was hanging out with some rock stars. Okay, <laughs> uh, as you're known to do at the at the Rainbow, um, and they were talking 
to each other. These are rock stars. They were talking to each other about, oh, how uh, this rock star has moved to Nashville, and this one's moved to Memphis, and this one's moved to Nevada. And uh, the other one goes, yeah, I can't afford to live in California anymore. A rock star said, I can't afford to live in California anymore. That's pretty bad. Now, now after the pandemic, I no longer want to live in California. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just the, the lockdowns have destroyed, destroyed the scene. Yep. So we're going to see uh, Seven Day Slumber and Matt Sassano this week. Mr. Sass Pants. And uh, Toby Mack is coming through. Uh, oh, yeah. We can have anyone to say yeah, something. Yeah, let me. I'm going to make this real brief, okay? Uh, and this is a tip to all, and I mean all bands out there. If you got a promoter that is charging more in fees to buy a ticket than the actual face value of the ticket, forget it. Stop it. Knock it off because fans are not going to pay to go see you when they got to pay more in fees and parking than the face value of your ticket. And that's where he's having a problem right now, in my opinion. Yeah. uh, In fact, we have a local Live Nation club here called Ace of Spades. And if you look at their concert list compared to another local club that just opened. Former owners uh, of Ace of Spades. Yeah, who opened the club where... Uh, your ticket fees aren't outrageous. They're about four to five dollars per ticket, which is pretty reasonable nowadays. Um, but uh, Toby Mac has got ten dollar tickets, and when I went to pay for them, they were like twenty seven dollars a piece, seventeen dollars in fees. And so, but th- this other place in Roseville near us, uh, that's not charging outrageous. They got a lot of great acts coming to their their club so yeah. again if uh you're a band out there and uh the place you're gonna play is got outrageous uh just say fees, no just say no just say find, no find another place because you are hurting your fan base because they're not looking at live nation or whoever as the the uh you know the 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 robber here they're looking at you yeah and that's a bad place and, to be. And, you know, if the tickets were $17 and there were $17 in fees, I would still say forget it. Uh, $17 in fees is way too much. If you're over 5 bucks in fees, too much. I agree with you. So that's our top 10, and we'll be right back on the Rock Salt Newscast Experience. Hi, this is Jermaine with Tricord, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast with Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. It's been a bang-up show once again, Aaron. Yes, it has. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Patrick always rings the bang. This is true. You know, he just, you, you he think that's because he's a Marine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah. He's a very opinionated Marine. That's okay. A lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. Because what are you going to do? Tell him no? He'd be one of those guys if he, could, if, if he drove a truck. He would be in Ottawa right now. He would be an Ottawa guy. He'd be an Ottawa trucker right now. Right up there. Hong Kong. Oh, All yes. Right. Yeah. So, hey. up, and um, again, a new segment we've done with the top 10. So it was great uh, going over what came out in January and our favorites. There was some really good songs that month. And in February, too, man, music is the pandemic is ending or it's over or wherever you want, wherever you want to say. And but one thing I do know is uh, music is on the rise here. In Don't get us slapped with a misinformation banner, no, man. Oh, that's true. Pandemic's so. not over. Uh, <laughs> speaking of getting slapped, you almost forgot. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, um, I'm not sure when this show is actually going to air, but I've got uh, two big days for Nancy. I've got to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, one being Valentine's Day. She's very into Valentine's Day. It's like her Christmas. So uh, I have to recognize Valentine's Day every year where I'm a guy and I don't usually recognize that day. Um, but it's also uh, uh, a couple days after that is Nancy's birthday. So uh, got to say happy birthday. Happy, happy Valentine's. birthday, Nancy. Yeah. And um, so I've. You want, you want to sing it right now? Want to sing it? Happy birthday? No. 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 Sure. No. Nope. Sure. No. Nope. She'd be turning off the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, she doesn't like when we go into restaurants and we do the birthday thing. She doesn't like that one. And that's a really funny joke to play because she hates it so much. 
Yeah, Don's no, Don doesn't like that. Oh, color. I if I yeah. find out you don't like that, it's on. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Yeah, it's on. Um I know Dave's not invited. We won't <laughs> honey, if you're listening right now, we're not inviting Dave for any birthday stuff. There you go. Um so I wanted to throw in a couple of songs for Nancy. The the first one just being one she loves. It's at Ryan Stevens. Stevenson or Stevens? Stevenson. Stevenson. My 90s. My 90s. She loves that song. And um, after that, we're going to break from the Christian format just a touch. Uh, but this is a song that has meaning for both of us because when I started out in radio and uh, I met Nancy, I used to play... Uh, this song for Nancy on the radio. When they used to have dedications on, on the radio? I didn't do dedications, and the, oh. even if I didn't mention it, if I played it, she knew. Okay. Um, it's Lady from Styx. So uh, I figured we got to throw that in, too. Great song. Yeah. And all you guys listening out there, I you know, I kind of sucked it up and uh, took my wife to the new J-Lo movie, mm. uh, Marry Me. Uh, you know, Dave, I thought you were going to come last night. No, uh, I had a guy's uh, movie night. We went to see Jackass. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I don't so, think there was one woman in the room. <laughs> there weren't very many guys. <laughs> I, I, I did. They see were a, all over at your movie. <laughs> I didn't see any guys. That I, uh, there was like three or four guys in the theater that I was in. Uh, but Marry Me, a very uh, fun, entertaining uh Love story, J Lo, she was great in the movie. It's a good story. I forget the the actor's name. He was in uh, Wedding Planner. I forget his name, but isn't it a, Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson. Thank yeah. you for the save there. Uh-huh. Owen Wilson. He was good. Very, uh, you know, my wife enjoyed it. So that's well. That's all. That's what counts. That's all that matters, that's brother. Right. And so, so they say, "Happy wife, happy life." Uh, and she's she's all ready for Batman. Is she? Yeah, she's, you know, we're going to go see Batman in a couple weeks, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the show. All right, man. Let's wrap it up here. Okay. And uh, happy birthday, happy Valentine's Day, Nancy. And uh, anything to add, Aaron? Happy trails, everybody. Thank you. Get that way. Oh. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. 